Hey girl, grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks, so sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. You got your headphones on. I know you do. Because you know better now. Listen, the word is, if you know better, you do better. Right? So we know better. We already know that I'm going to be loud and cussing. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Hi. This is this week's episode of the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast. And I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. So how are you? Let me look in there. I know if I could, you'd be like, oh, girl, don't look, don't look. Mm-mm. No matter how you doing, whatever it's looking like, however it's looking, you're amazing right where you are. Looking how you look, doing how you do, and all of the things. So I am recording post-election. Uh, how's everyone feeling? Have you been working your post-election plan? Hmm. Protect your peace like you protect your edges? Mm-hmm. You still doing that? I think we're going to have to do it for a while. I think we have 70-some-odd days with the current occupant of the White House still living there and doing the things that we do, that we've had to live with. But I know I am not alone. Have you had some good sleep, girl? I tell you, I have had some really good sleep. Just the thought of us starting to take care of covid for us to start getting serious about helping healthcare professionals, medical professionals, teachers, doctors, lawyers, uh, service providers, the people at the grocery store. I honestly believe that people who are still having to work when the rest of the country is going to be closed down, because it will it's on, on some level have to be. Uh, I think, of course, businesses need to be paid so that people can be shut down and still have a business. And small businesses, especially small businesses with black women, are a huge, huge part of the economy. And um, we showed up bigly, and I'm being petty. We showed up bigly for this election, and we, we showed up and we showed out like we always do. We came in stomp through early voting girl didn't it feel like it was some old school like (laughs) it felt like some old school um pass a note around or something oh girl have you heard yeah they fooling they fucking with the postal services don't don't be putting your shit in the mail go take it over to the board of elections and or your drop boxes in your local you don't know where the Board of Elections is in your city? Ooh, hold on, sis. Hold on. I'm going to look it up for you right quick. Yeah, girl. It's over on da 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 da
wasn't we? We was on it. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do the remix and this conversation all together. I'm not even gonna play the remix little remixy part today because I want to pay homage to black women. I want to pay homage to us. I I want to pay homage to us for always knowing the difference between a a perceived threat when somebody's just selling, you know, some wolf tickets and writing tickets and writing checks that they ass can't cash and when it's a real live motherfucking threat. And the current occupant of the White House was a real live motherfucking threat. And we knew that. The interesting thing about being a black woman, specifically in, in our age range, you know, over 40 and over, 35, hey, young girls, hey, young, hey, varsity team, auntie, cutie pies, come on over here with the OG squad. Um, y'all, y'all JV, we varsity, <laughs> but you're still on the team, boo. But the interesting thing about black women throughout history is that we haven't had people have our back and and this is a whole part of this whole podcast community is that we haven't had people to have our back we've had our own fucking back sometimes our love can come across with each other very harsh and it doesn't have you know soft edges to it because sometimes you just don't have room for soft edges but we vote collectively, not necessarily because, you know, we're some kind of monolithic kind of group that we have a group think kind of thing. But we have had in this country our view, our view from the deck on uh, uh, the sometimes it seems like the Titanic. But our view has been that of people who came to this country enslaved, people who came to this country and were taken from their families on distant shores, brought to these shores, forced to have children with whoever. And then those children were not taken from them. They were sold away from them. And so we have had the vantage point of looking at white women in a different way. We've had the vantage point of seeing all of the chess pieces, white men, black men, all of the chess pieces on the board in a different way than I think anyone else. And so, you know, we talk about here, we talk about this sweet mm-hmm, girl, yes, honey, and this and that and the other. And then most of us are probably in environments where if you are working outside of the home, you are probably one of the few black people that you see during the day. You might be the only, the only other black person at your job might be in the mirror. (laughs) And so we have a lot of things that we have to navigate in ways that people do not understand and, and to flip it and to remix it constantly, constantly, constantly on an edge like you like who the fuck can I trust in this game of survivor that we're fooling with here like you know I got God and then maybe a couple of people like the spades like it may be a possible I don't know uh and so with this this election I think that we knew that it was you know listen this country has not always lived up to its ideals but I do believe that 
in order for stuff to be made to be its ideal, we have to keep pushing for it to be better. And in lots of places in the world, you don't have the opportunity to push for shit to get better. You just better deal with whatever the fuck you got. And so black people are creative. We are wonderful. We are magical, but specifically black women. So the remix this week is um, a shout out to you for always drinking your big old cup. Big cup. Big old cup of fuck it, getting the job done, no matter what it looks like to other people. You think about like Stacey Abrams coming up with that plan for registering voters after she lost the the governorship. Uh, We talked about that last week, uh, the governorship in Georgia, and that she came to someone about this plan six years ago. She had already mapped this shit out. Like if we hit this spot, we hit this, we go over here, we go to Fulton, we hit the cab, we going on down near to Chatham County, we rock it out over there. Um, we could we could run the score, run it up, run it, run it, run it. And she did. And she was very important. Now, if you are listening to me and it is not 2121 of January yet. We still got work to do. John Osloff and Raphael Warnock are the two senators that are in runoff races in in um Georgia and if we can get both of them in there then the crypt keeper Mitch McConnell can keep his ass over in the corner and we can give him a very small gavel because you do you remember what he said to when Barack Obama won he said that his main goal was to make Barack Obama a one-term president for that you get a, a, a eternal sunshine of the spotless mind fuck you <laughs> forever <laughs> and a day <laughs> no, so we we still have work to do so that Kamala and and Joe Biden can get in and that we can get this virus under control as best we can so that we can bring back some normalcy. I I hate to hear people I want to go back to like before, you know, March of last year. Well, honey, I would like to go back and get in my size 12 jeans from when I was 20 years old, but I'm not trying to do that. I mean, I if I could, like I can, but I'm not trying to do that. That those days are over and guess what? Even if I got into size 12 jeans right now, y'all, you know what? Them jeans ain't gonna fit the same. They wouldn't fit the same. They would not fit the same that they the way they did then. The twenty year old girl body was a lot different than this forty nine year old body. Praise him. So the remix sis is a shout out to each and every one of you for getting the job done, for always going beyond what needs to be done. I think that a lot of people don't understand that we don't do this because we want to. It's because we have to, because if these motherfuckers die, then guess what? You gonna die. (laughs) 
you know, I want to meet Jesus, but not, not like this, not over this foolishness, not like this. And so many people deserve so much better than what we have right now. And these past four years have been so stressful for everyone. You heard the growl, stressful. They've been so stressful for so many of us in so many ways that I don't think that I ever envisioned this. You know, a lot of the things that my grandmother and my great grandmother would tell me about. Um, I never really experienced those things, but the, 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 bigotry and the outright racism that has been unleashed by the current occupant of the White House. You know, I I have no intentions on saying his name, um, has made other people think that they are him. It feels like we are caught up in some kind of WWE wrestling match type situation where, you know, somebody gets beat over the head with the fake rubber chair and and people say rah and then they leave and they really think that they're they think they're the rock and they want to come come out and be like can you smell what the rock is cooking and walking up on black people and brown people and indigenous people and saying all kinds of really whack-ass shit and people like can you smell what the rock is cooking Hold on. First of all, you're on live. Secondly, do you hear what he is saying? Thirdly, you can catch these hands. I saw a grandfather. (laughs) uh, It's Florida. If you're not from Florida and you didn't grow up in Florida, I have a lot of access to being around people in Florida. Everybody has a Florida story. But these this old dude was like bothering these young girls in Florida. And... (laughs) The granddaddy came outside and he was like Jamaican, you know. Okay, this is a horrible Jamaican accent. He was like, get your house <laughs> to the girls. And because they knew to go get their granddaddy. And he was like, you're talking to my girl? You're talking to... And he tried to reach out, you know, the white guy trying to reach out and give him a handshake. And he said, put your hand down. <laughs> I was like, see, this is the energy I'm talking about. So yeah, long, 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 long story made even longer because I'm talking about you, sis, and you deserve all of the long conversations uh, and people want to switch the conversation uh, because, you know, people are like, oh, shout out to black women, listen to black women, pay black women, pay black women, <laughs> listen to them. Um, and saying all of the things, all of the things that they've been saying. And then you hear Karen over in the corner. Oh, what about girl? A girl. I, I think that this is a really good time also for, for the Karens of the world to understand that if you always feel like you have to be centered in a conversation, So if someone says to you, I am here because I am representing breast cancer. Well, what about, you know, leukemia? I'm saying that my mother had leukemia. What about, what about uh, leukemia? Leukemia matters too. Nobody didn't, nobody said that. We're talking about breast cancer awareness month and you want to just jump in. Same thing. Sister showed up in record numbers, brought a outcast version, the me the you, your mama, and your cousin too, 
to the polls. And we're going to have to do it again in a couple of months. But I am tipping my my cup, my my cup of fucking. I am tipping my hat, my hair, my my finest finest um undergarment. Now listen, it undergarment has changed um over the years. And uh, I'm not talking about something sexy. I'm talking about my, um, you know, compression tummy situation girdle. <laughs> I tip, I tip that to you, girl. Do you remember when your grandma used to come home from church and take that girdle off, or have you have her unhook it? Because it's not like now where you just have on like some spanks or something, or any non-name brand you know, undergarment, your body shaper. Um, you, grandma used to come home from church and be like, come on in here, help me get out this girdle. And you'd have to go in there and unhook all of them eyes on that daggone thing. And then she just let out the biggest breath. Whew. And just let everything drop down. That's a vibe. <laughs> that is an entire mood and or vibe when you get to take everything off i guess we're not really taking stuff off anymore because masks have replaced bras when i walk in the house and or get in the car and get to take that mask off like oh feels so good but i would rather wear my mask and keep you safe and keep me safe than walk around and be a mask hole mm-hmm. that's a, a mask asshole that's someone who is is not wearing their mask right appropriately over the nose under the chin y'all over the nose under the chin uh that is it kudos to you those sis kudos to you i didn't ask you what was in your cup because i just assumed that it was some vuv or some kind of champagne or, or some crown royal or some, some something you just getting your whole life for the rest of the, this week and the next one Shit, we might run this up until Christmas. True, true tea. I've already started putting up my Christmas decorations. And don't judge me because this year has been a beast. <laughs> Wait, because I kind of lied a little bit. It was okay. It was not really a lie. <laughs> I just got, I got excited talking about the election. And I forgot that we do have a remix this week and somebody that we want to celebrate for real. Lunell. Lunell. Y'all remember the comedian Lunell? Lunell is is our sister girl in our age range. You him and him and him and now. And Lunell was recently chosen to be a brand ambassador for who? Rihanna Savage Fenty. Yeah, that with the sexy sexy stuff with the pasties and all of that stuff too and you know what i love it so fucking much i love rihanna because you know rihanna is rihanna and rihanna done told the boys your white horse in the carriage i'm a savage she said she said that uh but lunell has been a comedian and been around for so long and has never ever changed who she was 
real down to earth like you just know that you could just see her sitting on the stoop or on the porch with some black and miles and just talking about everything and running her mouth and have have you you couldn't even get up off the floor laughing but what is not funny is the point that Lunell being a brand ambassador for Fenty is a good look for Fenty here's why Honey, largest consumers, largest consumer of most products and with the most money to spend. Black women, 40 and over, but no one ever really directly speaks to us or shows us. And if they show us, it is a very specific version of us and not the us that we look like. Some of us do look like Angela Bassett. Shout out. Some of us do look like Lunell. Shout out. And the thing about both of those is if you 25, it's cute. You 35, cute. Whatever, 45, cute, 55, cute, no matter what. But you want to be sexy. You want to feel sexy. You want to be able to see representation. Representation matters. We've talked about this with Kamala. We've talked about this with so many different things. But representation matters. And seeing someone that is known to be like funny and um, and irreverent because Lunell is my kind of chick. You know, she cuss and and talk shit. But then she, she gives you some good deep stuff to talk about too. And I love the fact that that uh Lunell is pretty much like y'all aunties and mamas and grandmas are out here fucking too yeah i said it she said <laughs> they out here they out here getting it too you just don't know their business because they not posting it all on the gram like you are huh listen and and be sexy and have mr john mr paul mr henry mr whoever over and he be gone before daylight come because ain't nobody sleeping in lunel bed lunel probably be like now listen here i got my air conditioner and my fan and my heater set just how i like them because that is how we live as we get a little bit older gotta have that temperature just right just in case you catch a flash in the middle of the evening in the middle of your sleeping but yes I just think it's brilliant I just think it's brilliant Rihanna Rihanna Fenty Robin Rihanna Fenty to for you to tap Lunell and the gentleman that you have tapped too honey she has guys in there with their cute little snuggle bodies you know some um what, what do they call it? Oh, when you hook up wintertime, uh, cuffing season bodies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Rihanna came out with like the little gray sweatpants. I still don't understand the whole gray sweatpants, the, you know, the cuteness of it. Maybe it's the easy access of it, but it doesn't appeal to me. I like a man with a suit and some good cologne on, but that's just me. <laughs> But the remix, it is a version of it this week. And it, it, it's a shout out to Lunell for being a Fenty, Savage Fenty brand ambassador. I wouldn't mind that. Lou. I wouldn't mind that either. Rihanna, call me. <laughs> so I was going to talk a little bit about 
I don't know. I had some things in mind that I really wanted to get into before the election, but it just kind of seemed really frivolous. But since we are still in the time of that man being the occupant of the White House, I was going to do something like a horror stories, hair horror stories. And uh, I brought it up online and everyone, as soon as I started talking about hair horror stories, everyone had a million stories to tell. And so the popping topic of this here week is a little late. We're a little bit after Halloween, but we are headed into Thanksgiving and and Christmas. And since most of us will be doing things a little bit differently this month and next month, I want to jump in and talk a little bit about something that black women can relate to no matter where you are in your life, what you are doing, where you working or where you going. Hair. Hair. I said hair. I said hair. I said hair. Horror story. Story. I know y'all weren't expecting that. You're like, it came from nowhere. It had to have spooky, you know, echoey kind of thing. Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't fool with horror movies and stuff like that. Y'all gone on and y'all can have that. Life is scary enough for me, but that's enough of that with the horror. Uh, You know, I was talking to one of my friends and she reminded me of a story when we were at a pool party and honey, I was so cute. I was so cute. And at the pool party, uh, she, she came up to me and she grabbed me by my shoulders and she said, stay right here. And then slowly she starts bringing her hand towards me and she has this something balled up in her hand and turns out my micro braids were slipping off in the pool. <laughs> and I was a leaving a nice little trail of, of, um, of micro braids floating around in the pool looking like little snakes one time for good friends who would not let you look cuckoo and two times for surviving the embarrassment of your braids coming loose and floating in the pool. <laughs> I bet you got a braid story. I've had some braid stories that, you know, involved too much, too tight on the edges. Ooh, that's so hurt. That hurts so bad. But, you know, you want to get them, get them nice and, and close to the edges with the when you go on your vacation or whatever and then hair horror stories working and people not really understanding that uh, black women in our hair is a form of expression and the wonderful thing about us is that we can express ourselves in so many ways some people aren't even aware that there is an act a, a law that had to be passed the crown act in California in order for people to safely wear their hair any kind of fucking way they wanted to lock it shave it weave it make it purple make it hot make it pop make it drop but no yeah any kind of way that they wanted to in order for them to be um, to, to keep them from being fired or being negatively impacted because they chose to wear their hair 
the way that they wanted to wear their damn hair. So um, lots of stories about perms. Uh, I didn't get a perm when I was a kid, but I had really, really long hair and it was always a chore. Nobody wanted to do it. Nobody wanted to touch it. And I was so happy, y'all. This is a pause and this had nothing to do with what we're talking about. I was so happy, y'all, to see Kamala Harris up on the stage in that white suit, honey, just slaying it down, honey. And then she had her hair straightened, you know, she has that beautiful straightened hair with the Marcel curls, you know, <laughs> did you sit and get it straightened out or whatever? And then she had her grandnieces up on stage with her and they both had these beautiful puffy little afro puffs and it it made me I'm going somewhere it made me think about like holidays coming up with Christmas and Thanksgiving and Easter Lord have mercy when getting your hair done done as meaning something done to it meant that your hair in its natural state was not appealing enough, appropriate enough. Your everyday hair wasn't enough, not just to put it in a bow. We need to straighten it out. We need to straighten it out. So Saturdays and Saturday nights with hot, 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 hot combs and scars that many people still have on their ears and on the back of their neck. I even have a dear friend, hey, Sonia, who has one on her forehead. <laughs> but that wasn't her mama's fault. That was Sonya's fault. I'm, I'm calling you out, girl. <laughs> but yes, that, you know, always having to, to make sure that your hair looks appropriate. And aren't we glad that so much of the politics of respectability is starting to fade and in many ways, like you look at sis Ayanna Presley and she showed up and she was like, oh, you know what? I've been rocking these wigs. Let me tell y'all something. They cute and I like them. They hot as fuck. And it's not really me being me. I have alopecia. My hair's not going to grow. I guess what I'm going to tell you is I'm still going to be fabulous. I am not my hair. I am not this skin. I am the soul that lives within. Shout out NDRE. And so, so many of the good moments in our lives and so many of the traumatizing moments in our lives can be tied right on back to hair. Like think about like all the stuff you missed out on during the summer because if you had your hair straightened, your mama was not going to let you go nowhere and make them edges curl back. Just think about that. And you look at the girls now and they have so much freedom to do things with their hair. And it makes me very, very happy for them. But we're going to keep this conversation going, y'all, because I want to share some of y'all horror stories because I just shared just a few little cutie cutes. I want to tell them. I want to tell tell these stories and for people to understand that it is a minefield sometimes. No, a lot for black women as far as hair is concerned and and folks wanting to touch you like you, uh, you know, uh, animal in the zoo or something. Ugh, ugh, that's a whole different conversation. So, yes, send me some of your hair horror stories to Y-O-F-L-Y-A-U-N-T-Y 
at gmail.com. Yoflatauntie at gmail.com. And I want to hear from you and I will share some of those stories that I get next week in next week's episode because we are kicking off a new segment called Tell Me What You Told Me. Tell Me What You Told Me. Tell Me What You Told Me. What you over there talking about? What y'all talking about? That can that sentence right there can go in so many ways. It can sound so friendly, right? What y'all talking about? What are you talking about? What you talking about? What the fuck you talking about? What? What you talking about? See? Inflection tone. It's all in the way that you say it. But but what you talking about? Send me your emails. Send me your emails. And if you got any questions or anything that you want to talk about, send it to me. Send it to me and we will get it cracking. We'll get it cracking. Listen, we're rolling and moving today, y'all. We said you you asked for more episode, a longer episode. I'm giving it to you, boo-boo. And I think it sounded pretty cool. I am enjoying myself. I didn't think that it'd be all right for me to be in here talking to myself this long. But if they don't ever feel like I'm alone, y'all, I... I get it because I know what it's like to listen to a podcast that you really engage with because you're just in your head talking back to the person that you're listening to. So I totally get it. And when everyone was like, okay, 15 minutes, that's cute, Kendra, but (laughs) bring, bring, bring the stuff. Where's the rest of the things? Get it. Get us the things. Get us the things. (laughs) Get us the things. And so I get it. And I get it. I understand it. I cannot guarantee there will always be, you know, 25, 30, 35, 40 minute podcast uh, episodes. But I promise you that I will absolutely do my best to bring you the best product and the best representation that I absolutely can. Ah, How about that? Wait, girl, hold up. I can't let you leave without something to take home. Let me get you some aluminum foil. When I was younger, I used to think that uh, other people in my life were responsible for my happiness. Um, Partners, friends, parents, you know, as I got older, I began to realize that the only person that is responsible for my happiness is me. And sometimes that also means having to let go of things or people that aren't good for you. If you find out who you are, if you get settled with who you are, the good and the things that you're working on, if you get right there, baby, and hit right there in that smooth pocket right there, you're unstoppable. It's not any else, anybody else's responsibility to make the sun just feel extra warm for you. You want flowers? Buy yourself some flowers. You would like to go on a vacation to the Maldives or wherever? And once our passports work again. But whatever it is that you want to do. If you're waiting for someone else to make your dreams come true. Let me say that again. If you're waiting for someone else to make your dreams come true. Don't know how they are supposed to make your dreams come true. This is on you and you totally have it in the bag. 
Start marching, start walking, start organizing your thoughts, start visualizing, start giving, make you a Pinterest board. Do whatever it is you need to do. You cannot manifest things that you don't see. I heard someone say, if you don't see it, then you can't believe it. And if you don't believe it, then you can't be it. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> that time always goes by so quickly when I'm with you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Yo Fly Auntie podcast with me, Kendra. Hey, get out there and do what they said you can't do. Remember, you unfuckwittable, boo. <laughs> Bye-bye.